Welcome back to the Scale Without Social podcast. I am so excited to continue the interview with Kristen Williams. So if you have not gone and listened to episode number 33, which is part one of Kristen Williams' interview, which she is a top leader over at another network marketing company, and she shares some really amazing wisdom and inspiration for how you can integrate a sales model like direct sales or network marketing into your already busy life as a mama or maybe a working lady. And so today we're going to get more into some of the tangible tips of how she runs her team of thousands using tools, most of which, almost all of which are outside of social media. And we also talk about the importance of going back to basics and how this is even a trend she's seeing among the national vice presidents, the highest ranked group within her company, Arbon, and how they are focusing their energy on a lot of the things that we talk about in this podcast, which is essentially just going back to what we know has worked for generations, even long before social media got started. So y'all will absolutely love this conversation, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. And let's get into part two with Kristen Williams. Hi, friend. Welcome to the Scale Without Social podcast. Are you looking to build a long-term passive income stream without having to become an online influencer? Are you searching for ways to stay focused and spend your time wisely? I'm Heather, an entrepreneur for nearly half my life. My passion is helping entrepreneurs create simple systems and use time-tested strategies to take their business to the next level. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you break down those big goals and grow your business debt-free without having to sell your soul to social. In each episode, you'll have clear action steps and homework to hold you accountable to taking that next step towards your dreams. Are you ready to dream big, gain clarity, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook and let's dive in. So let's flash forward to now in your business with, you've shared with me that you have been super intentional about using and leveraging tools outside of social media to build your team. So tell me more about that, either, you know, tangibly or what made you want to lean into that decision for using and leveraging some tools? Yeah. So I made a bullet point list because I feel so empowered by this. I actually, we were running all of our healthy living groups on Facebook. And so twice a month, we'd start a new group. And I got put into Facebook jail. It was right as I was going regional vice president. And if you can imagine for six months, not being able to post or share or like anything. And I think it, I don't like, I can't even figure out what it was. I don't post like controversial stuff. It was just something that it was flagging me and no one will tell you why. And I was like, I cannot run a business like this. Like, I just can't, I can't have someone telling me that I can't communicate with my team and my clients. Right. And so we really just pivoted back then. and. So I would say the crux of our communication is through Boxer. It's like a walkie-talkie app. And actually, I have a whole team I built in Pennsylvania through my sorority best friend. And, you know, that's how we built. And when I traveled up there, gosh, this was probably three years ago, when we really started using it, you know, and I met them in real life, it was like we were already friends. And so it was so incredible. And the, the the beauty thing about Boxer is that you can listen to them You can listen to messages when you have time. So for busy people, this is huge because you can message me all day long and don't feel like you're bothering me. 
And when I have a moment to sit down and do my desk work and answer messages, I can go through all the Voxer messages, speed them up if I need to, and answer. And people can talk back and forth all day. It's incredible. Zoom is huge. We've been using this for years and years and years. And it's how we run our team meetings and discover our bonds and healthy happy hours. And I think they just continue to improve the technology for sure. So very grateful for Zoom. We actually moved our team page to band. And this app is amazing. I think it was starting for probably like school groups to organize themselves. But we have found that it really has all of the functionality that Facebook has. And groups, I can't think of a single thing you can't do in band that you can do in Facebook. And they keep adding features to it all the time. So it's, I mean, you can do live, live video, you can create different groups. So it's just incredible. And there's no distractions because what we found is, you know, people would go on Facebook to our team page to answer, you know, to check their notifications, to answer, and then they'd get lost and they would never even end up doing the thing that they meant to do when they went on Facebook because they just got so distracted. So I feel like band is so much more professional. You know, it's just, it's wonderful. We've had no service issues with it whatsoever. And then two years ago, a year and a half ago, we implemented boards. And so all I can say about boards is imagine you have a keyboard, right, on your phone. And then you have an emoji keyboard on your phone. Well, what if I, as your leader, could add a business keyboard through boards and give you literally all the content you would ever want to text or email or send someone, and I could update it all the time, and you would have it right at your fingerprint. So you don't even have to copy and paste. Like if there, if someone asked you a question about what's an FN stick, you're not having to go and search through board or search through band or search through Facebook or go on our website. You can literally go to that folder in boards and press the button and it sends. Like it's it's so fantastic. It has revolutionized our efficiency and people feel so empowered because it's all in one place and it's just incredible. So if you're not using it, gotta get boards. And you can share. And that's the best part. We, we really collaborate in our company. And so I can create a board for August for everything going on. And I can share it with other teams or other people. And so we're able to really leverage our time that way. Telegram, we started using. I think it's the same as almost Voxer. Some people like it better. It's kind of your preference on that. Vimeo, that's where we store our team training videos so that they're not on YouTube, either getting flagged or people getting distracted by ads or all these things, you know, when you send someone a YouTube video and, and it's just like, they get I don't want them to say that. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> or there's just some really awkward next video that's suggested that is not uh, beneficial to our industry or whatever. You've probably all seen that. So, so I love Vimeo. And honestly, I would say a tool is just good old fashioned belly to belly business and networking. You know, I've built mostly through coffee dates, play dates, yoga, we do glow bars, healthy happy hours, basically relationships, finding that trust, finding the need and filling it. And I think when you think about our company like ours, it's 42 years old. And so my upline national vice president is Donna Johnson. She's the legend in this industry. Um, she is so humble and gracious and lovely, but she was our first national vice president in the whole company. And she's still working today. Like, I mean, I'm getting ready to go to a beach retreat with her next month. And she... And she's just, she's wonderful and she's our culture keeper. But, you know, we love the stories. We always, at all of our retreats or trainings, we're like, we need this one section on like back in the good old days. They would tell stories about having to fax orders in <laughs> or being on like a phone with a cord. So if you don't know what that is, Google it. But like there used to be phones attached to the wall with a cord and they would be on the phone with home office 
and have to pass the phone around to place orders that night. Because if they hung up, then you, you know, you get back in the queue and I have to call back in. And so if I think about the past 42 years, you know, our company has done business even more without social and without technology than with. We actually have a huge Amish com- community in Arba. Martha Yoder was our first RVP and she actually received, so at the RVP level, you get a car bonus for a white Mercedes Benz and she received a white horse carriage <laughs> instead. And, you know, they place orders at the library and they have built a huge team because they create community. They have 30 days to healthy day living dinners. They provide excellent customer service, including a hand-mailed monthly newsletter. And so they're just like doing life the way that it, I think it's meant to be done, which is one-on-one relationship. And, and so now there's this huge team of them and it's just incredible. Whoa. Oh my gosh. I remember when you told me that story, I about fell over and I felt so empowered to continue to share that message and realize there's so many different ways to do it. Not that social media isn't a blessing or a tool that even you and I could still use or probably do still use in, you know, in some facets for you, but there there are so many other ways to do it. And that women, like when we look at the the benefits of technology on our business now, but they didn't even exist and we're able to hit these incredible inspirational, you know, areas in their business. And they're so passionate about it that they're still working. Like that is so cool to me that Donna Johnson is like having a retreat. That's, and what a blessing that you (laughs) go. Soak up that good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, and I, oh gosh. Oh, I don't know what I was going to say. It's Telegram. I love Telegram. And my my listeners, I actually have a podcast community called The Scale Without Social for Female Entrepreneurs Telegram group on there because that is where we use. We used to be with Voxer and I agree. I think they're kind of similar. I do. I, I personally like Telegram a little bit better, but I also still love Voxer and still use it for my podcast accountability group. I have made some incredible friends with those ladies. Actually, I've shared at least one interview, a couple more to come with some of them. And so you're exactly right. Like having a tech tool that integrates both the like old school traditional methods of using your voice, getting to know, or like video, even like, you know, body language, but then not having to do it on a, like a corded telephone or thankfully, especially during, cause I, gosh, I mean, obviously the COVID craziness rocked all of our worlds in many ways than one, but just the fact that we can leverage virtual tools, like all of the incredible ones that you've mentioned and then also boards. My team, you were the very first person that I ever heard about boards from. So I have to say, Woo. prop to you, girl. Because And that was back in, it was earlier this year. It was a while ago that you told me about it. But recently it has started to take off with, with my team. And actually, as you were speaking, I, I wanted, we met some of my leaders and I met with the one of the guys, like one of the head tech guys. And so I'll have to bring him on as an interview to share a little bit more about that because it is one of the tools that I have seen get the highest adoption because of its simplicity. Like even the people who are terrified of tech stuff, like mm-hmm. it's crazy. So kudos to you for being such a pioneer in all of these. Ooh, <laughs> I love it. Okay. So Is there any other advice or wisdom that you would share for that lady? You know, because how many people, how how big is your team now? Oh, gosh. I mean, thousands. Oh, wow. And I mean, consumers and consultants, you know, combined, but. Would you say that they, like, there's a good blend of people who are building kind of in that, like, social media influencery sphere? Or would you say that still primarily your business is more like the traditional network marketing? I did a whole episode on network marketing versus social selling. And I actually, yeah, as you know, because you've you've heard me talk about this, like not super wild about 
like that term as an application to the business model that you and I are familiar with. So what would you say is like the makeup of your business right now? My team, I would say I, there's very few I would consider social media influencers that are using it that way. In Arbonne itself, there's a ton because, you know, people have figured it out. They've made it work for them. We have a new affiliate program that we're rolling out that's really going to speak to that just as a, you know, sales funnel to get that conversation started. But for us, I feel like, because I was thinking about it, you know, I've been back and forth with wanting to jump off altogether, but then not. (laughs) And I, I feel that most of us are using it to, you know, because my favorite way to meet people is traveling. And I would say that's probably my, my greatest skill that I didn't know that I had because I am an introvert. But I think when you're doing things you love, you meet people that are like-minded potentially. And so when I'm traveling, I'm always meeting people. I'm always, you know, even before I get there, I'm looking on Instagram to to see hikes I want to do or food. I love food. (laughs) I'm like foodie places, yoga, um, what have you. And so I'm connecting with people even before I arrive. And so then we meet in real life or afterwards, you know, someone will find each other through shared locations. So I feel like from that perspective, it's really helpful for me. But I feel like the way that I'm using it is when I do meet someone, you know, on a gondola, on a ski ski lift or in an airport, I can share my information on Instagram or Facebook and they can see like, I'm a real person. They can kind of vet me (laughs) and see that I'm I'm just the mom, like we're just traveling and, and doing life. And, you know, I really hope to share and inspire people to live outside their comfort zones and find true health, whatever that means to them. But I feel like they just almost used it more to just kind of watch and vet me, <laughs> if that makes sense, and kind of vice versa versus me using it as a, you know, prospecting sales funnel, if that makes sense. It's more just doing life with people, an extension of doing life with them in real life. And that's, I guess, the easiest way I can explain it. But I'm still, you know, I, I'm still toying with the idea. Some days I just want to do a whole Instagram channel about like corporate Kristen and just make reels about the crazy stuff that happened that I didn't know was crazy back then. And just for absolute humor and just as a creative outlet. But other than that, I don't really, I don't know. I don't know where my social future <laughs> will be with, because we do have a lot of programs that have been introduced in our company that would support the social selling model. And so I certainly can teach it. I can do it but it's not where I spend the majority of my time. Yes, that makes perfect sense. And I obviously throughout the, gosh, how many how many months, I guess eight months of doing this podcast, I've <laughs> done a lot of, you know, had a lot of conversations and done a lot of thinking on that exact same uh, situation. And so, you know, about 10% of people probably do need, like, for example, the Amish community, they clearly, they don't even have smartphones, right? I remember you telling me that. So obviously they're not going to have social media. So it's important, you know, to to find tools and resources that work for them as well. And then there's another like probably less than 10% that do want to be an online influencer and feel comfortable in that. They're they're, especially like the Gen X or Gen Zers, sorry. And outside of millennials, like they feel comfortable in that space, which is great. So then providing tools and resources, which is Mm -hmm. primarily outside of Bob Heilig, I feel like much of the training is geared towards that small facet of the company. And then like you said, 80% of us, and I would throw myself into that bunch. And the only reason I'm not using social media is because I want to be able to exemplify and be motivated by other alternatives, you know, solutions like some of the ones you shared today that can get it, that can show that you can do this the old school way. So yeah, I don't think it has to look like a, you know, hard and fast 
no social media. <laughs> like it's social media is the enemy. I'm just kidding. It's not, it doesn't have to be that that dramatic of a of a cut for sure. And I think it is important to find ways to show all the different incredible ways that we can build this business model. And I'll tell you, there's a very large conversation happening in our MVP community about getting back to the basics after this crazy two years. You know, it looked different for everybody depending on where you've lived, because we're international. So, you know. What we could do here in, you know, Florida is way different than what people could do in Australia, for instance. But there is a huge push to get back to in person and back to the basics. And I didn't build my business doing parties. And if I if that had been the only option for me, I wouldn't have started this business because it's just not my jam. But I I absolutely love watching people on my team do them. And then I've started doing basically like life you know, with sticks, like the different flavors. And it's just like if you went to a, a bar and did a flight, you know, there or a glow bar. And those to me feel awesome. And I could do this every day of the week. And we just got a new skincare system. And I'm like, yeah, I can absolutely gather a few people. And for me, it's a few, right? It, it's four and it's not 80 at, at my house. You know, I love big parties, but, but for me that I feel like because I am so relational, I just want to be able to connect with everyone individually. And so I figured out that disconnect as we've been talking about how different people are sharing in person. And even, you know, the 20 year olds on our team are like, I want to do this in person, like teach me how to do this. And they're feeling that need for community and to be in person. And so I just think that's huge to know that in a company like ours, that you have people, you know, doing things every which way we have a system, but you know, it's how you want to implement that is up to you. But to know that people are craving that, that's telling me something huge, especially with all the people in our business that have been around for 20 years and where they've seen things come and go and they know what works and they know that we are connected to be in community with each other. So it's really fascinating to see what's happening. Oh my gosh. I, I love that. The back to basics. That's yeah. definitely so important and shifting. Have you read, have you read the book Renewal for Field Leaders? No. Oh my gosh, Kristen, this read it. is for you. It is so good. Hey. Goodness. Actually, another, I had still, I guess, have, I'm not actively recording episodes, but I interviewed a top leader at Rodan and Fields, Jody, for my Stories of Light podcast. And she has an incredible story. I can actually link that in the podcast too. But she was the one who, I don't think it was on the podcast, but privately recommended this book to me. And it, it's just incredible because it talks about the business model in general and how it there's kind of like a bell curve that we all go through. And I mean, actually, I think literally, I'm pretty sure Arvon is in here with one of those bell, bell curves. <laughs> yep, sure it is. There it is right there. And I know so funny. <laughs> it's blurry. But anyways, it it shows this bell curve and some of the, I guess, peaks and valleys of the life cycle of the business model and some of the important aspects of kind of going back to basics to lean on systems and a lot of the things we learned from somebody like Bob Heilig. But it's, it is an incredible book that I highly recommend. It's, it's definitely a higher level. So if you're listening to this and you don't lead a team of thousands, it might be a little overwhelming, <laughs> but for someone like Kristen, you know, this is definitely a fantastic resource to kind of better understand the business model. And it could be really good to, to kind of chat with your MVP community. So th are those the vice presidents that are, are in VP? So the national, that is the national vice presidents that are all the ones that yeah. are that highest rank. Oh, I love that. That's mm -hmm. very cool. Yeah. And I think, you know, when we're thinking about when we are in momentum, the last time we had the largest lift in our business was when RE9, which is the skincare line that you were probably told about, it came out and it absolutely exploded our bond. Like so many people provided they couldn't even like call their name when they walked across the stage. Like it was 
it was an experience like that. And so the skincare line that we've just launched is similar to that in the sense that it's revolutionary. You know, you can see results in two days. And so the onus to get it into people's hands and to have the, I think that's the benefit of, of learning from other companies that have been in business this long. Like they, they, they can feel it. They can see it. They can sense it. And they're like, this is it. This is the time. This is where we go back to the basics of, you know, doing this because we are going to experience this astronomical growth. And to have that industry knowledge is incredible. And I think that when you think about, you know, leveling up or scaling your business and how you can do that through without depending on social, you've just got to figure out what you love and just do more of it. Because when you, um, when you're in that flow, it doesn't feel like work. You know, when I promoted my team and I promoted to the top level of the company, I felt like I was doing less personally than I ever had been because I was leading through my leaders. And as someone that doesn't delegate well and is always just kind of self-motivated, it was a learned skill. But when you're obsessing over other people's goals and their futures and their dreams and you're partnering with them in that, it just feels amazing to be speaking live into them, you know, and they may never have had a positive voice in their world. And suddenly you're watching them grow and flourish. And that is where you can see absolutely tremendous growth in your business and not have to, you know, rely on social media to create that. And I think it just comes down to community. If you're doing something for one person, do it for all, right? We're huge on retreats and experiences. And the more that we can invite others in to take a peek into what we're doing. And sometimes it's something simple, just like a book club or a happy hour. And it's inviting consultants, obviously, but having them bring guests and watch what happens when your network just explodes because that one person brings two people and they are like, what is this? I want to be a part of it. And suddenly next month they're bringing 20 or 30 and that happens. And I was looking as I was thinking about this conversation today, I was looking back at the top leaders on my team and of them, only five did I directly sponsor. So just for that mental, you know, if I drew it out, it's because someone else sponsors someone who sponsors someone who sponsors someone and it introduced me to that network of people and they've all just risen up. And so I just think the power of the network is huge and you can still do that today one-on-one in community. Oh my goodness, so much gold, Kristen. I cannot even handle all the goodness and wisdom <laughs> that you have brought today. And I feel like we could talk for hours about this. But is there anything else that you want to leave with with the listeners about this? No, I just encourage you to find your happy place in this business and in this industry and protect your mind, guard your heart, do life and business with people that you love to be around. And just offer this gift because people are looking for it now more than ever. Wow. Love that. So where can people find you? Where's the best place if somebody wants to connect with you about the products or the business opportunity or anything, anything at all, where can they find you? Instagram, Kristen Williams, MVP, or my website, kristenwilliams.ardbond.com. But yeah, I just love this and love what you're creating. Thank you so much. And it's Kristen with an E, right? Well, (laughs) I-E. K-R-I-S-T. K-R-I-S-T-E-N. Yeah. (laughs) Williams.mvp. Awesome. I'll make sure to share that also in the show notes. So just a reminder, just if you're on listening on Apple, just kind of swipe up and you'll be able to see, you know, both like a quick summary, but also the links and the resources and the books. Cause like this book, Renewal for Field Leaders, unfortunately is not on Audible, but it is absolutely 
like clicking add to cart from your <laughs> from your Amazon account. So I'll make sure to link all of that as well as the the earnings.arbon.com again. And again, I'll I'll do our same income disclosure statement as well because I think it's really important again to be super transparent about what it looks yep. like. Because I know it wasn't, as you've mentioned, without a lot of heart and hard work coupled together that you've you've been here. But it means the world for you to be here and share your story and everything today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yay. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found value from this episode, it would mean the world for you to leave me a review or even better, click those three little dots on the bottom of your screen to share with a friend. Sending you hugs and gratitude. Have a great week.